every time I see you, you've got a different backdrop. Because where's Pikachu today? There's some weird, gross-looking dolly in the background. It's really creepy. And a different aspect of your room. And the last time I brought this up, you were all, oh, no, no, it's not, it's no different. You're off your face. Look at me. You're taking too many drugs. And I'm right. That does sound like me. Um, <laughs> that is part of my Björk shrine. You see everything on the top oh, shelf. Shrine. That Those boxes... Are from yeah. her 1997 homogenic album campaign. Uh, those are the things I would save in a fire if it wasn't, if everything else, if like Tom and I were fine and we had our, like our wallets and phones. Wow. 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 Is that because they're expensive or just because they mean a lot? They probably are now, but I just adore them and I love, they've they've got a VHS of the, of the video of each song, of the five oh. songs that were released from it and three the three CD singles for different mixes that were released on them. Very lovely. They really are. They're beautiful little boxes with a Velcro and I, and very appropriate for creativity because surely there's no one more creative than Shh. Bajork. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you're probably right. I have to say, this is the episode I have not least been looking forward to because I love them all like my own children. <laughs> but... Um, I have no children. But, but, <laughs> That's why you abandoned them. <laughs> yes, yes, because I dislike them. Um, but I ju- this is like massive. As this is probably the biggest topic. We could go in a million and one different directions. And when I run, so about eight years ago, yeah. I was asked to run a seminar on creativity for a business I was working with. And right. I thought, oh, sure, that's a great idea. Everybody should learn about creativity and how and why we're creative and blah, blah, blah. This will be easy. And it was really difficult to put together. And th- there are so many different ways we could go with this. Oh, look, here's my dog. Oh, no, he's running the other way now. <laughs> I feel like I need to check that just in case in the edit I can't get rid of the sort of perverse... Because he's old and he walks like a pervert. He's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got that sort of essence of Hampstead Heath about him. Um, so... <laughs> So I am figured, you know what, I'm just going to leave it up to you, Matt, and we'll, I'll go where you go. Um, okay. My mum said when I was younger, if he said jump off a cliff, would you? And I wouldn't. But <laughs> if you say, come, Jesmond, hold my hand and let us skip this way to creativity, I shall. Okay, through the thorny path, thorny forest of, 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 yes. of, of dull, dullards, the boredom. <laughs> to the bright (laughs) Um, and gay future gay in the lowercase and here's my um, here's my biggest conundrum with this almost all of the subjects Mm. that we've broached so far Mm. because we've spoken about them almost immediately when we start talking I think gosh this is really important for human beings like Mm. love is not conditional it is it's it's a really important part of being human and we found out that actually fear is a really impar- important part. We don't want to like it, but actually it's really important for us. Yep. Um, same with happiness and sleep. and But creativity, you do meet people every now and again who are about as creative as an amoeba. And you wonder, and everybody's got a part in life, haven't they? Mm. Big believe you should find somebody's, you know, the part they play in the tapestry of life. But... I'm not entirely sure creativity, coming from an insanely creative person, is 
Is it essential for human beings? Is it like... There's a lot of people that would say they weren't creative, right? Well, they do. And I would always challenge them. I think everyone is inherently creative because right now you are creating thoughts. You're creating new cells. And this morning you had choices about what you were going to wear. You could creatively choose how your day is going. Yet I still went with this jumper. (laughs) I love it. How many big birds did you have to kill to make it? <laughs> you don't have to kill any of them, just slept with one. Um, <laughs> it's a souvenir he leaves, it's a little pile of them. Comes with a feather. Um, so, I, yes. Do you do. How yeah, do you, how how do you feel about, about that? that? Well, I see, I, the big thing that rocked me then was you talking about creating cells and actually. I know it sounds a bit twee, but it is real and true. Creativity is a literal, physical part of our being, isn't it? We'd atrophy if we didn't. The opposite of... Yeah. Of, well, cre- atro- yeah. We'd, yeah, we'd atrophy, which is the opposite of creativity, but we are always creating and growing and expanding, yeah. even if we think we're not. Because learning, I suppose, is creativity, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when you learn not to trust that person or when you learn, oh, there's something I didn't know or, yeah. uh, you know, I, somebody says, oh, did you know anything? Oh, no, I didn't. And is that useful for me? Oh, it might be. Then you, you're learning all the time, which is creating, isn't it? Yes. And I love as well, a thousand Thank people you. could learn the same fact and then do a thousand different things with that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did you finish think... your story earlier when you said about eight years ago you were asked? Because I thought you were going to say, I was asked to do a presentation about creativity and I was really excited that I realised I didn't know where to start with it. Was that where you were going? Uh, um, I, so, yeah, I think that it wasn't really a very interesting story. <laughs> most of mine. Uh, but, but my point was, uh, I thought, oh, this will be easy because I'm an in, incredibly creative person in lots of different areas. Yeah. And, some, and most of the things I do are very creative. But um, actually, I found it really difficult to think, okay, well, but what do I do? Do I get them to, I don't know, write a story today? Mm. Or do I get them to write a poem today? Or do we physically create something? You know, do we build? Or is it creativity through problem solving? Or is it... I found it really difficult to kind of nail down one little bit of creativity that would be of interest to a wide range of people mm. and actually practical and useful as well. Mm. Um in the end, I realise that the answer to everything um, is not often what you think. And sometimes if you look at something in a completely different way, it opens up, you know, huge potential. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, and it was a raving success. Thanks for asking. Yeah, um, still got so, paid for that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think... I think when you don't... Big creativity overshadows little creativity. Right? <laughs> so the painters, the the musicians, the poets, the I don't know, the artists. Yeah, yeah. I think people tend to think about that as creativity. Um, and you know, you, you the phrase, "Oh, I'm going to get a little bit creative with dinner tonight." I'm going to get a bit <laughs> creative with, um, you know, with the uh, I don't know the wrapping this year's Christmas yeah, yeah, present. Yeah. I'm going to get a bit creative in the bedroom tonight. Ooh. I'm going to uh, th- those those sort of I don't know people dip their toe into being creative. Is that how you get creative oh. in the bedroom with toe dipping? Oh yes, just 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 dip my toes. Yes, just a little bit in it. Um, just because I don't like jam everywhere. <laughs> um, so. Ultimately, 
I suppose maybe we belittle or we, uh, we, we're overshadowed by people who we think are quote-unquote creative because they're the James Blunts of this world. Or, or the... <laughs> I actually do very much like James Blunt. I just think that's a hilarious well, reference. Or, or Bjork, thank you, um, of this world, who are very creative, and we might not think, oh, I've, I've solved this problem, or I've, mm, mm. Um, I don't know, I'm further on as a human being. I mean, the whole fact, if if you've been listening to this podcast, God help you, <laughs> God love you as well yeah. for sticking with it. But, but, but if you are, if you've listened to it and it's made you think about things or reflect, that in turn is creativity isn't it it's, yeah it, it is tapping the same bit of your brain as somebody who grabs a paintbrush and says i'm gonna slap a load of stuff on here yes and I, I get what you're saying about little creativity is overshadowed by bigger creativity and in that breath then you took refer to people whose we assume their life and their job is purely to be creative in especially a creative sure. space such as the arts but whatever space you work in if you're working there's still problem solving to be done at every stage, which is still being creative. Like, how do I yeah. handle that client relationship? Like, people, this is what I mean about, I think, I don't think you can teach creativity because we are all inherently creative. We just forget that what we're doing is creative because we see it as you've got to be Picasso to be creative, uh, even though I work in marketing in Slough. Uh, but actually, you're being creative yeah. every day. And if you pause and took a step back and go, actually, maybe I do. I, I can come up with stuff if I need to, when I want to. Hmm, that might be just and a nice little it's not about thing. Yeah, I agree. Because sometimes it's not about making something new, is it? It's, you know, sometimes you might have to get creative with your accounts or creative with your... Uh, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I don't mean like that. Is that an alert for the tax man <laughs> to do an audit on your yeah. business? <laughs> um, you might have to create creative with a budget or something or, yeah uh, is what i meant um oh. i just looked it up because i thought it'd be interesting to see what the dictionary definition of create is um blah, blah 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 number one bring something into existence i think that's well life i was oh, just oh, gonna oh. say parents they're creative yes. they physically yeah. mash their cells together in a colander and out comes a baby i think yeah. that's how it works with i'm gay don't ask me yeah um, I like in this dictionary definition that they went with this as a, of all of the things they could have come up with to explain, to put into context, bring something into existence. Quote, unquote, yes. he created a 30-acre lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, well that. Was that about <laughs> Capability Brown or someone? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? If I, so relatable. Uh, from, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Further confirming that people who work for the dictionary are, have no friends or <laughs> zero social skills. Um, the second one, cause something to happen as a result of one's actions. Quote, unquote, divorce created only problems for children. <laughs> what the hell? Who's right? He's just, they were having an off day. The, um, the fourth one, invest someone with a title of nobility. He was created a baronet. So it ah, is yes. about making something different in some way, isn't it? It's either, you know, making something from scratch, creating, so bringing something into existence or yes. developing something. So uh, I... I almost feel, and I know exactly what you mean when people say, oh, I'm not very creative. I always push back on that. That's why I loved this session that I ran, the very first one that 
I was very difficult to come up with. Mm. But I loved the fact that people said, oh, I hope it's not singing because I can't sing. And, I, and, and I'm not a very creative person. That's why I work in maths or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, there's the older days, isn't there? Uh, there's a book in everybody. You know, everybody's got a book to write. Oh, um, uh, sorry. There's a book is... in me. <laughs> it's a hardback. Um, <laughs> that was a visual joke for the YouTube viewers. <laughs> yes. Which might be true, but I think the reality is that if, you know, there, there might well be a book in everyone, but a lot of people's books are going to be shit. Um, <laughs> yes. Whereas, I mean... <laughs> You just have to be uh, um, honest about that. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something in opening up this element of creativity because creativity allows us to expand the way that we think and change the way that we think in a way that almost creeps up on us. We just find ourselves doing it differently. It's not like a cerebral process-driven skill that we can learn. Yeah. Uh, and say, oh, look, and now you do this and suddenly you feel more creative. And you're like, oh, yes. Whereas if you just pick up a paintbrush and, and literally just dip it in paint and just paint anything, just start moving the paintbrush around and see where you go with it, for yep. example. Or one of the things that we do with <clears throat> is a wonderful uh, community um, uh, social project I work with called Breathe. The, the organization is the Breathe Arts Health Research. Oh. And one of their programs is the Breathe Magic Therapy Program. And there's a team, a small team of us, of magicians, professional magicians, who help a small team of physiotherapists and um, occupational therapists. We take a group of children who have hemiplegia, which is a sort of um, a, a brain injury that impacts, often uh, it gives the children physical disabilities, right? right. So um, they might not be able to do their buttons up or open a bag of crisps or something like that. And if you can imagine taking a group of kids and saying, hey... Uh, in order for you to do your, you know, brush your hair properly or put your makeup or cut your own food, you're going to do this boring repetitive exercise with a stretchy band, you know, 50 right. times yeah. a day, three times a day. They get bored. Mm. Whereas we show them a magic trick. They say, oh, my God, that's amazing. How do you do it? And we say, oh, well, let's show you. We'll teach you how to do it. And we've created ways along with the occupational therapists for them to learn magic tricks that involve mm. them physically having to do the sorts of activities that they would have to do. Yeah. So it starts at one end of the camp. And they can't do the buttons up or brush the hair or do the shoelaces or whatever. Mm. And then two weeks later, after this sort of quote unquote intense physiotherapy disguised as magic, um, they can do all of these things that they couldn't do at the very beginning. Oh. Now, that's a oh, it, yeah. And if you want like proper feels, Google Breathe <laughs> Magic Therapy Program, watch the video. And uh, I've seen it God knows how many times and I cry every single time. <laughs> uh, it's, it is literally life changing. Um, anyway, uh, my point is, oh, and you can donate to them and they're wonderful and please, you know, share <clears throat> everything they do. But my point is that this group of children go in not to be creative. They're not intending no. to be creative, but they, through the process of wanting to learn how a magic effect is done, they are becoming creative. And by the end of it, they're much more creative, much more solution orientated, more problem focused. Yeah. Um, and have been through a period of intense creativity, actually, that's changed their life. So no. I I sort of want to lay down a challenge this week right. for everybody listening to try one creative thing that you've not done before. So it could be, I don't know, write a poem, a short story, uh, pick up a musical instrument that you've never played or something or I mean those are all artistic but we could think about some other ones maybe and share your progress and, and I'm not saying that if you pick up a guitar I want you to say oh my gosh I picked up a guitar and within 10 minutes I was playing John Lennon it's incredible because <laughs> right? you know, the reality is it's going to sound terrible yeah but 
the point is that it's the process of doing it and saying, oh, I've never done that before. And either I know that that's not something I ever want to do again, mm. or oh, that was kind of interesting to do something different. Oh, look, look at me being creative. Yes, love it. I almost not, I think we need to be a bit more prescriptive because if you say to people, be creative, like that's such a wide topic that it's impossible to yeah, to come up right. with it. If like if I said think of a song, uh, but if I said think of a song by George Michael, it's a lot easier to do so. Anyway, yes. so what about if it was a writing creativity? Yes, thing? and it could be, for example, just try journaling, or it could be writing about your day in more like what freehand, like just seeing what comes out, or it could be trying to be creative and come up with. A short story or a five line or, or a limerick or a haiku or a poem yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would say I mean, even doodling is creative yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know when you doodle on a, in, on a on a when you're on the phone are you a doodler uh occasionally I've been known to doodle <laughs> I'm not doodling now and restrictive occasionally <laughs> uh so yes why don't we make it a, a writing creativity <laughs> task <laughs> sit down with a pen and paper turn your phone off or chuck it in a drawer and just start letting your hand move and see what comes out of your amazing squishy delicious brain down your arm out the pen and onto the paper you know last week when you infiltrated people's brains with custom <laughs> <laughs> go on we could set we even more specific and say i want you to be i want you to write a i don't know one page of 250 word or three paragraph short story about a robin in your garden or oh about something specific yes that feels a little gcse comprehension (laughs) called alan (laughs) well what it sounds like is creative writing which is what it bloody is (laughs) forgive me oh yes i I didn't mean that i meant creative writing same 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 um Okay, yes, I like that. Yeah. So, so, or that, or maybe we can come up with another one in a minute, but what are your creative, when are you most creative? Because here's another thing, is that we should caution everybody that if you don't have that creative... Uh, so my job is to be creative. I get paid to be creative and create stuff. Yes. So I'm very, I'm very aware of the conditions I need, what needs to happen, what needs to be around me, when that's got to happen. I block the time out in my diary because I've learned that there are certain things that need to happen and be in place Mm -hmm. for me to be the most creative do you have that because i know you're quite a creative person aren't you Uh, i am and i love it it's my favorite part (laughs) of probably being me being as uh, so i have lots of creative outlets but actually becoming self-employed and creating my own business and then being able to decide what i do with it is the greatest thrill because I could come yeah. up with whatever program I want to help people, to lift us up, to inspire and make it fun. So yeah, I, I'm creative on a daily basis and all the content I put out. So actually recently I came, I started setting myself the challenge and I love this and it's been brilliant for my, even more brilliant for my creativity. So I write three emails a week to my lovely database. You can sign up at fityu.net. Um, what I do, I'll choose a completely random object or i'll get someone to give me an, an object or thing or concept and then i will figure out how i can write an email about it that links to fitness or health or well-being in some way Ooh. so tom and it's a really good creative challenge for me and i love it so tom said the loch ness monster and i spun a wonderful email all about how uh people have been looking for the loch ness monster for years and in spite of this 100 years of evidence that it's still that it doesn't exist they still believe and 
Oh, what was yeah. it? And so that was the, that's like uh, your fitness that, you know, people think it's, oh, I've got to go for as many long runs as possible. I've got to starve myself. I've got to do this. But in fact, as all the evidence suggests, you actually just have to do a bit of this, a bit of like, that's, that's sure. not summing it up very well. It was much more succinct a bit than that. But uh, yeah, so I, I hope the emails were better. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Have you tried? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the blah, blah, blah. Great. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do that like all the time because I, I just came up with it and it really entertains me. I wonder if, but have you, so you, do you play any musical instruments or not? Well, I got to grade five piano and then it was just too, I was getting too commercial, too populous. And so I canned it in. Very difficult to carry around. <laughs> I, I adore music. I think I said that. It's my second or joint favourite yes. thing with the old fitness. But I don't play anything but, currently. But but you don't play any instruments currently. What would you play if you ever had the opportunity? Like, is there one thing you think, oh, before I die, I really want to learn how to play the harp or... Whatever. No, I don't have any drive or okay. desire to do that. I prefer listening to other people. Maybe because I know... I Like, as you've seen over the past few episodes, I love... I can write a song or a jingle, and there's another one coming up today. Mm. Uh, and so I do have, like, an <laughs> ear for that? throwing... <laughs> For throwing things together but in terms of no i don't want to make any songs any music basically because the reason i ask is <clears throat> yes that could be the that could be the impetus for somebody listening to be creative right they might think oh do you know i've always wanted to you know play the ukulele or something or yeah and you could say okay well i'm going to set 10 minutes that's all yeah aside this week <laughs> Uh, every day so that's 70 minutes in a week that you could just go on youtube or something do some free how to play ukulele or kazoo or what? harmonica or something lessons and then by the end of the week it doesn't matter if you're still terrible go look at that i kind of had 10 minutes to myself being creative and see if it makes you feel any different see if it makes you you know do anything differently or think any differently because one of the fascinating things about creativity about teaching it and workshopping it is that after you've been creative, it it, it makes you feel different. Mm. You literally feel, <clears throat> I don't know, happier, more kind of solution orientated, more kind of buzzy. You're on it. Yeah. You can throw kind of problems at people, and they're able to unpack them a bit. But they're able to sort of sit with them for longer. Um, I don't know what goes on in your brain. I should maybe look that up. <laughs> I know oh, I thought know. you meant my brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt, I don't know what goes on in your brain, but we don't, we don't want to know. Um, so I think the challenge of being creative, I'm beginning to think less and less that maybe restricting it to writing probably isn't... Yeah. You know, what if... Because as a writer, that is one of my income streams. Mm. I can't write if you tell me to write. Like, <laughs> the, the, you know, writer's block is a real thing. I can go a week without yeah. knowing... And people say, oh, just write. Just sit down and start typing. That It doesn't work no. like that. You've got to have... Because the difference between having a, oh, my God, that's the idea, and there's the flow, and... Brrr, da, 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 da. <clears throat> Being taken away by creativity is lovely. And I, I kind of want to... I want people to be able to feel that and get into it, right? Because that's an exciting thing for people to be able to feel. Mm -hmm. That actually... And if we're saying that... Go on. Go on. Well, that, no, that, I was, on. that made me think of... Um, uh, an amazing quote from Calvin and Hobbes. Do you know Calvin and Hobbes? This the cartoon sketch, the little cartoon. Yeah, the tiger man. and the yeah, and the, the child. Boy. Yes, and yeah, which is a dangerous combination. <laughs> Tis. Uh, 
Calvin's been set as a big piece of homework and he's not doing it and he goes out to play and he says, you can't just turn creativity on like a tap and there's a pause and they go off and they play like hours and hours more and he go, and someone, and then Tiger goes, well, what do you need? And he goes, last minute panic. <laughs> but there is a lot to <laughs> yeah. be said for last minute panic as well. Yeah, there is. I don't know if that makes you... Yeah, I don't know if that's more about achieving a deadline, isn't it? Because all of... What's the Randy Pausch once used to say that the all of the <laughs> effort is put in right next to the deadline. Yeah, uh, that's when people put you know tons of the I've got to get this done. But actually, creativity can be massively harboured and retarded by uh, by deadline, pressure. By pressure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because you're not free to think and just kind of let it go. Yes, and see that's another thing is that maybe. You know, we drop this idea of you writing a little story into your brain, but you do you just leave it there in the back of your head. If you're ready to do it now, start writing yeah. it now. It's just for you. You can share it if you want. Oh, we could have a... Oh, what if we... The best one could be judged and we... You know, I can chat to my friends at the publishers and say, look, <laughs> I think we've got the next J.K. Rowling here. <laughs> um or, Stephen King would would that just playing devil's avocado would that then take the fun out of it if it became pressure yes I was joking oh right fine no not necessarily to give them a contract but like if there was a judging element even just us no I was joking he's joking about that that's right okay fine I I can't tell literally I've been joking for the last 23 (laughs) minutes nothing I've said I thought this was just a warm up oh fine when are we going to start recording like all the previous episodes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, also what, what we were just talking about with pressure and deadlines though uh, there's a another like quote and you can flip it you can say creativity is or no success but i think it works for creativity is 10 percent inspiration 90 percent perspiration or 90 percent inspiration 10 percent perspiration and i think that does change yes, depending on the pressure and the scenario the interesting bit for me is that there's something unharnessed like uncontrollable about creativity whether it's circadian rhythm whether it's something directly tied to sleep perhaps right um whether it's i don't know but like currently i'm going through an incredibly creative like i'm so creative specifically with magic and writing at the minute and, and i can leave one or the other like i don't need to write i don't need to but but there's something that is I'm very active with the book at the minute, and I, it's been weeks where I've not really touched my book for a while. Okay, um, have you got so, a deadline for it when you're meant to deliver it to the publisher? No, not at all. So it's not like I've all of a sudden, but it's just something you know. Little things have come all together. Yeah little experiences, things I've read, things I've seen. You know, they say that one of the best ways to be creative actually is to leave the thing that you're doing, leave the industry that you're in, not leave as in, you know, but but to go off for some walks, go immerse yourself in, Mm. I don't know, like for me, for magic, I might be immersing myself in um, art or going to a gallery or Mm. listening to music or just kind of staring and thinking. And then all of a sudden things come together, don't they? And you just... So, but but what is that? That that's fascinating because you can't teach that and you can't harness it either. It just emerges. But that that is when you give yourself and your brain the space, which is why people do get ideas in the shower because it they are mm. switched off and they're so focused not on themselves for once, but on this action. Which yes, we all know how to do it on autopilot, but it gives you that 
It's so different to what we do. And also the sensory effect of water flowing all over you as well. And especially if you're in like a cubicle, I feel like I'm in a different zone. And I do feel... I do get lots of ideas in the shower, which is why I've got a waterproof biro in there. <laughs> I haven't, but I should. Have you? No, but I oh, should. You should. Or a whiteboard on the yes. door. Or oh, no, would that all run But you could just write on that. I could just write on the, on the screen, on the grass with a dry wipe. I've tried it. No? It's too moist. It doesn't too work. Too moist. Too moist. The Jezro story. <laughs> That's the title of my biography. Um... Uh, now, yes? it's the time. Talking of pressure and time deadlines. Is it? We cannot <clears throat> wait, Matt. <clears throat> I cannot contain my indifference. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Can you be creative with a book in your hands? No, you can't. No, you can't. Now you're banned. <clears throat> John, again, it was quite short this week. <laughs> It's the only one I've ever had questions about. <laughs> I thought they were getting longer and longer. I've got to keep Just you on your to toes. That... I've got to keep you on your toe. Right. You've only got one left after all that toe <laughs> dipping. So the dipping's all right. It's the nibbling that comes with it. Now. Yes? <laughs> would you like to go first? Sure would. So um, I thought long and hard about this. Call me sure would. Uh, <laughs> what... What book allows true creativity from the reader as well as the author? I ask you that that of you, Jesmond. Oh, is it a um, <clears throat> is it a colouring book? <laughs> oh, that is a fair enough answer, but a book with words. Oh, the Bible. No, and uh, a crossword. <laughs> Definitely not puzzle book. I'll put mm. you out of your misery. Okay, no, no. Let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put, I'll, I'll put you out of my misery. I'll there can't me, be that many. Put me out of your misery. Uh, ready? Yeah. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember that book. Yes. Uh, that was a series of them, wasn't it? Yes. This the is whole number twenty-seven. Choose your ending thing. The horror oh of God, High Ridge. So you get to the end of page thirty-six. If you decide to head in the direction you think the sound is coming from, turn to page 49. If you decide to head in the direction Ricardo thinks the sound is coming from, turn to page 60. Honestly, though, I adored these as a child. I had so many of them. And you could just reread them. They were always different. And just... I love, I love, I love reading as a child, and these were just a store, all a stalwart of my childhood, oh, cool. a staple of my childhood. And I found one recently yeah. in a secondhand bookshop and had to have it. And it's obviously it's rubbish <laughs> now, but as a child. <laughs> Uh, I can only imagine the little noise that came out of your mouth when you found that book and everyone turned around to find out what what capybara or, or, or small mammal had been released in the shop. What? But this, this genuinely inspired me for creativity. It really... I think these are brilliant. And I don't, I don't know if they are still yeah. around anymore, but they, they, they took a very old, very well-established concept, the book... And did something new with it, which had never been done before. I I love it. I'd love to see an adult version of these now as well. I don't mean adult like the shops you go to in Sorry, oh, Jess. I mean uh, yes. adult fiction. Oh, time. <laughs> oh in fact, uh, well, there were at Ooh. least 27 and because there are 26 others listed in the back. Anyway, I adore these. And aren't they ace? Yes. What's yours? <laughs> aren't they ace? Aren't they ace? Mine feels really... 
boring now oh, compared to yours. Just it's like other weeks. Normally the other... <laughs> I was just about to say it's normally the other way around. I get the really interesting suave ones and you've got some suave. books made up. <laughs> you've, you've never been suave. There was that one time. <clears throat> Pantomime that doesn't count. <laughs> here, here, here it is. It's fully revised and updated. Speeches that change the world, Matt. <clears throat> now... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the paddles. Charging. <laughs> sure, carry on. No, no. Creative, great. Let him go. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my go-to book. I think it's the second one. I had the, f- the original one, and then my mum bought me a uh, book voucher... Uh, because, you know, I'm that child. And um, I'm the only one. Um, so I bought this revised one because I couldn't find the other one. And I, I think the other one got really tatty and maybe I, I know, gave it away or something. But oh. it's got speeches, the, the actual speeches, from people like Jerry Adams, Al Gore, um, Charles de Gaulle, Joseph Stalin, King Charles I, Queen Elizabeth I, Vladimir Putin. There's an amazing Ooh. one on Obama. Um, where's the uh, Emmeline Pankhurst, John F. Kennedy, Malcolm X? Uh, oh gosh, there's a really good one. I forget where it is. Anyway, but they are reprinted in um, whole. Um, and often there's really, really lovely photographs that go with them as well. Delightful <laughs> historical. But these are, as Neville Chamberlain's piece for our time there. Yeah. Th- these are words. They're just words that somebody wrote down but wrote them in, chose the right words and wrote them in the right combination with other words in such a way that when delivered in a really creative way, literally changed the way people think, feel and behave. And so I find this a really powerful book. Like it's, the the gravitas, the weight of social significance and importance in this book is amazing when you start to think about it. So whenever I'm stuck for a bit of creativity, I always think... You know what would um, what would Gandhi do? <laughs> Is and, that your bracelet? You know, I'm not saying. Yes, yeah, it's tattooed around my <laughs> ankle. Uh, and you know, I, I don't think necessarily. I'm not saying I liken myself to Pope Francis, but well, maybe I do. But what I'm saying do soon is, purple. You, when I need, thank you. Where and the and a little hat with a stalk. I mean, it almost looks like he's dressing up for Halloween, doesn't it? Like he's being a pumpkin. Um, but, a pumpkin. I do think. Well, here are people that got people to think differently about something. Let me see what words they chose and why yeah. they chose them. And of course, they're contextual as well. You can't just stand up in the middle of Pizza Express and start talking about peace in the whole world, still divided by greed, looking for easy gain. It doesn't make <laughs> people go, "He's a right. Put that stuffed crust down, Emil. We need to get acting." On Emil. This. Um, yeah. oh. no, I love it. There are people called a meal. I know. <laughs> In Pizza Express. <laughs> so that is my book of the week. It is produced uh, by a Printer and it is published by <laughs> Quirkus Books. I do love Quirkus. Do you know what? Quirkus is the most deliciously gorgeous hand cream and soap from Panaligans. Oh. It is just utter, utter... Divinity. Just say. Uh, and it was fourteen ninety nine in the UK only. Great. Um, but when Russia. you were talking about that, you were saying these people have created these words and said them to the world and changed the world. 
we have both done that. And I think everyone's done that on some level. Okay, not on the scale yet of maybe some of those speeches, but you've got books out there. Mm -hmm. You have created stuff and put it out and it's changed people's minds. I have created stuff, put it out and changed people's fitness and way of thinking. Like... Yes. I, I, I think we are. We think we all do things like that. It's just the scale of, yes. of our reach. On a smaller differs. scale. Yeah. yeah. Which is another way to help That's people see they are creative. Thing. Yes. So what you're saying is that my book, Flip the Switch, is like the Bible. <laughs> That's what you're saying, that, isn't it? That is, yes. Uh, but you can only get a signed copy of one of them. And it's not yours. <laughs> Oh, no, I've got signed copies of both in my shop. <laughs> um, if you build it, they will come. So, <laughs> so I wonder whether there are moments when we don't feel creative. Well, clearly there are, but, I, I, you know, because you go seek creativity from elsewhere or you just feel in a bit of a funk. But I wonder if there are moments that are driven by other things. Because very often, as we've explored in a couple of episodes so far... Actually, the things that we achieve or the way that we think and feel can be hugely influenced by other people, right? Whether they allow yeah. us to do something, whether they tell us we can or can't do something, whether they allow us the opportunities or encouragement or whatever. Mm. So I wonder if with creativity, there's, there's sort of a bit of that as well. You know, this idea that <clears throat> you've got to be around the right people or when you oh, don't feel creative, that's okay. But should you go seek creativity or do you allow it to just... So, okay, well, I'm just not feeling especially creative, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not feeling especially... <laughs> I'm never feeling... <laughs> um, I, 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 yes, totally. So as much as I think everyone is creative, I think some people are maybe more naturally inclined to your specific type of creativity. And to give you an example of that, I have two very mm. dear friends. Let's call them Emile One and Emile Two. <laughs> they love Pizza Hut and Express. Uh, but sorry, sidetracked. And I've been friends with them for years. And we came up with a game, and then we realised that Dadaists in the '30s invented it, which is amazing. And they <laughs> called it Rotating Corpse or Exquisite Corpse. And basically. It's kind of like consequences, but writ large. Do you remember at school, he said, and you fill it in and fold it over, she said, fill it in, fold it over, and then you got a story at the end. Yes? Yes. Okay, good. So with uh, email one and email two, we get together and we'll do three at a time and on a sheet of A4 yes. and we'll come up with a different theme for each of them. So one is always a day in a life of someone, generally someone terrible, so yes. we can mock them. Then there's also something like behind the scenes at the Brits, and then there'll be something like... Uh, some kitchen sink drama and we will write two or three lines fold it over with a few words exposed we call those dangleberries and then pass them to the left and we'll write full um, A4 of these and they are so funny because the three of us get each other and we've done we've done more than 250 of these so uh, one day I'm going to turn them into an amazing book (laughs) yeah into an amazing coffee table book they are so funny Um, and they definitely because we have very similar ways of thinking about fun and silliness. We three are more than the sum of our parts when we do that. I love that. That's a really great creativity game as well, like so to play good. with other people. Like if you don't think you're creative, all you've got to do is just work your little bit out. Yeah, you only have to write two lines at a time. If that, you can do less if you ex- want. Exactly. And then you pass it on to somebody else who happens to be with you. And, and by 
association of you working with them, yes. they help exacerbate and, yeah. and encourage your creativity and vice versa as well. Very much so. so. Do you think then that, you know, if people are listening and thinking, well, I don't feel especially creative or I don't know where to be creative, do you think they should go seek creativity or do you think, you know, for people like me that are creative anyway, mm. I know I can entrust that I can just, you know, release the pressure to be creative and just yeah. it will come when it's ready. And I know that unless there's a deadline, of course, in which case you have to just yeah. be, squeeze it out and find it from somewhere. Yeah. But, but, um, I just conversely wonder whether if you aren't instinctively creative, whether if you didn't bother thinking about it, you haven't sort of trained that muscle. So therefore just sitting and waiting to be creative might never happen. You know I, mean? I, I definitely do. Um, that links to identity because if people say I'm not creative, that's an identity level statement and they believe that they can never be creative because it's I am yeah. not, I don't do that, I am not creative. Um, so part of it might be encouraging people just to just, just to realise, like I said earlier, anything could be creativity. And then, yes, sub finding people to inspire you. Now, some people might be so far down the rabbit hole that they really don't think they could ever be creative and even so they would never seek out other people to inspire them. But sure. even like if you watch TV or if you watch... But maybe people are so closed off they don't take things in at that level as inspiration. It's just uh, window shopping. It's just It just passes by without actually... Maybe Maybe we are lucky that we do think more creatively, naturally. Maybe there's a gene. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I was going to come to at the very last is that, you know, some people are naturally creative, so they literally cannot work in an office because they need to be playing music, they need to be digging in the garden, they need to be whatever, you know, like unleashing their creativity somewhere. It yeah. just drives them mad to do quote unquote a normal job. They, they, they would rather sit and, I don't know, not work or sign on to the doll or something than go and work. Uh, I don't know, doing a repetitive job that isn't creative, for is, example. Is that true? I just oh, want to examine well, what you true. just said. an awful lot of creatives I know. Right. Like, like but I mean, what, sort of, you know, what do I'm they not, do? What sort of industry? The people who would rather not go and do a Yeah, what a, are they doing instead? They would call mindless, which I think is really inappropriate, but I can see what they mean because, you know, if they need to be painting and splashing stuff all over the place... But, of course, they then need to sell that. So there's a painter, relatively well-known, I suppose, so I won't mention them, but oh. they, they they will sit at home and kind of scrounge money from other people to help pay bills if they've not sold enough paintings right. that month or something because they won't go and do another job because they just they just literally can't. No, there's a musician I worked with as well, the same thing. He had a job in an office, and after about three weeks, he had to leave because it was just driving him insane because he just had to create music and do a quote-unquote normal job. But, but they're not mutually exclusive. You can be creative and make music and work in an office to pay the bills. Like, I find that a bit... Yeah, you can. I'm saying, sure I'm saying I literally do. can't, I, I think is... I don't know, that's really annoyed me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I can see how it would annoy you because, of course, you can. Yeah. But equally, I can understand if you are that consumed with creativity, that it is everything you live and you breathe, mm. that to do anything that isn't being creative actually is almost suffocating for you. And that's an, one extreme. I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are plenty of people that probably their life stories, like 
I don't know, I don't know, maybe even Björk, I don't know, who, you know, worked in a supermarket while she was waiting for a big break or something. You know, equally, there are those normal stories as well. Yeah. But it's in, what I'm saying is it's interesting that it can be, and this is where maybe it's genetic, it can be that intense, the need to be creative, or the, it is literally like oxygen for some people, that if they're not being creative, yep. they immediately spiral into this kind of dangerous emotional well-being, mental health sort of space and can't connect with anything other than creativity. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm still sceptical. Um... Well, interestingly, here's another thing then. <clears throat> An awful lot of creative people are left-handed. There's a higher... Right. Um, number of people who are left-handed and do something creative than right-handed. There's also a higher uh, number of people who are creative who have um, mental health issues. So right. There's a, many more people that have uh, depression, psychosis, and 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 uh, diagnosed mental health issues that are in a creative um, industry. Right now, there could be genetic reasons for that, mm. but equally, there also could be psychosocial reasons for that because classically in creative industries that fall into the arts they're less stable and they're not paid as well um so all of those factors you know kind of play into that as well don't they yeah Um, different pressures and and often creative industries are feast and famine as well Mm. you know suddenly you've sold you know lots of whatever it is that you make creatively and other times you haven't but i think over lockdown proved that though didn't it that actually we're a lot more creative than we think we are people Yes. Problem solving and yes, yes, yes. Uh, but equally, there was right at the start, there was a meme going around that said, "If you don't come out of lockdown with a new skill and speaking a new language, you weren't. It wasn't because you didn't have time. It's because you're lazy." Uh, which and then someone shared it and it was like, oh, "Actually, no, this is horrible." And obviously, it is horrible because uh, there was nothing to prove. Even even just in other, even just say if you took a six week holiday, regardless of what was going on in the world, yeah. you still don't have to have come out of that doing anything different it could have just been relaxation time yeah of course so i think that's important that you own <clears throat> what you do in your life yes um well right matt we've come towards the end of another episode what are you going to do is there going to be anything creative that you're going to do before uh, before next um week you gonna maybe be creative with what you wear or not almost certainly not <laughs> um, by that will beige I be? number you've picked for today <laughs> I prefer hearing aid beige actually um, <laughs> hearing aid beige <laughs> it's exactly what it is an oversized hearing aid beige <laughs> um, well I'm being Box creative the gift that keeps on <laughs> I'm planning uh, for my business next year so I'm being creative and lots of new things Ooh. I'll be bringing to the table which is very exciting and I Ooh. love that and like we best the, the more I mean, I, the more I I am a business owner, Mr. Big Ten CEO, um, the more <laughs> I open my mind in terms of what running a fitness business can entail. So I basically, I did like the 12-week program for just the first two and a half years, really. And then I started bringing other things in and realizing now so many different ways I can help people and reach people and things I can offer that... I just, I, I love it. I, I, love, I love it. I do. I went very West Country, but I do love it. Well, I wonder whether that's the thing that um, you, you find little cottage industries. Lots of people, when I was referring to lockdown, that's what I saw. A lot of people that would say, oh, you know, I've baked too many brownies or mm. I've made these greetings cards or whatever. And then people started buying them and they think, oh, this is nice. And it sort of yeah. massages your ego. And then the next thing you know, you've got a little micro business um, on the side or in your case, you know, a globally... Uh, international 
Mon- yes, Empire. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, I very much hope that people will um, use this opportunity now to subscribe to that human podcast. Yes. Do you know what so would be really creative? Uh, leaving us five star reviews wherever you go. <gasps> oh, what if it was a five star review and as part of your creativity, you could think of a sentence that rhymed or a haiku, a review <laughs> in haiku. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I did. Just go with a five star. Uh, if you do want to do a haiku, it's a Japanese poem. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Uh, go for your life and subscribe, like, share and tell your neighbours about us. Go for your life. <laughs> Subscribe, like, share. No, that's not it. I just wouldn't that be wonderful if it just turned out to be a haiku? <laughs> if every collection of words this whole hour had been haiku form. Well, uh, I'm going to have to go and sign off because my uh, bladder is currently being created. So, uh... <laughs> and you don't have to be creative about what that stain on the rug is again. You can't blame the dog every week, Jez. <laughs> I can, and I shall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, to the loo, or in fact, to the loo for you. That was creative. To the pit. To the pit. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.